Hello everybody and welcome to Goldbridge Saves Football. It's the Friday show. I'm really excited. We're going to do ranking every Premier League club's best player. This is going to be controversial. Get into the comments if you're on Spotify. Will, how are you doing? We're looking forward to another Premier League weekend and Goldbridge as well, where you think you've done well. Yeah, well, I've done well. You've done really well, but it was just great. I mean, I had some DMs, people sliding in there saying, look, that Declan Rice pick last week is one of the best picks of all time. Looking forward to ranking some players. I've got some controversial ones. I'm normally a fence sitter, but today I'm on it and I'm off it. He's got the splinters out of his arse. He's had the tweezers there and uh, did that on his own. Yeah, I didn't do it. I didn't do that. I ain't taking anything out of anyone's bottom. Anyway... And you heard that here first. But uh, look, lots to get into. We've got a few either-ors that are topical about the weekend. I'm just trying to think ahead to the weekend, Will. Is there a game that really jumps out? Oh, yes, there is. It's it's not too far from you. Yes, the Manchester derby, uh, which I think after seeing Manchester United recent form, it could be a spanking or could be one of those weird games where Scott McTominay scores two, gets a new contract and ends up being Manchester United captain for the next five years. You just don't know. I'll bloody love it if we beat them. And I have got headphones on. I'll tell you what, I'll bloody love it. I'll do that later for a clip, actually, Manchester Derby. But uh, into the show, we're going to rank every Premier League's best player. Every Premier League club's best player. I'm really excited about this. This is what we do on the Friday show. It's a short, sharp and snappy, topical. And I'm really excited about this. I've got my list, uh, Will. We're going to fly straight into it. Um, What have you... I've done it in Premier League order in, in relation to the table as well. To make it more glamorous, okay. so you're gonna to have to pro- probably jump. Are you doing it from memory? No, no, I've got, I've done alphabetical, but I'll, you lead and I shall follow, much as we do this in life. Let's do it a club in, at a time. So I'm going to start off with Spurs, and I've gone with Son. Right, controversially, I've gone with James Madison. Was going to pop, put Son down. I think over the last few years, yes, but recency bias doth sway me and I just love Madison he's tying into that big Ange effect I want to see Madison purring getting a great first goal at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium on Monday and I do have that Brexit in me as an England fan I just want him to be playing in that number 10 you've got that Southgate in you you'd like it as well yes Um, he can pick splinters from my bum anytime Will would like no anyway so Will's gone with Madison Uh, this is their best player it's not based on form. It's just who you think their best player is. So Son wins because I've got the, the the vote on that. But I do want to shout out Madison. I did have him on the list. I also had Basuma as well. Um, Will, you go with City. Manchester City. I've gone for Kevin De Bruyne. I think that's pretty clean sweep, isn't it? Yeah, I agree. I have gone with Kevin De Bruyne. Would you not? I mean, Erling Haaland, Bernardo Silva. They've got some good players, but I just still, I don't know about you. I just still think Kevin De Bruyne is the A-star player at Manchester City if I'm picking their best player, which is that what we are. Yeah, easy said and done, I think. And the way that he came into the club and then he sort of become that player, you sort of forget where he's come from as well. So Kevin De Bruyne for me and what, 31, 32 and still pulling this bit of an injury record. Let's get rid of that and then we can really say number one. Yeah, Um, easy. Arsenal, I've gone with um, Saka in this one. You'll like it. It's a Brexit pick. Yeah, love Brexit, love Saka. Um, don't know if that should be clipped up or not, but yeah, Saka definitely. I think he's the sort of reason why I got into football. Why I love. Did you football. vote for? Did you vote for Brexit? I did the opposite. Yeah, I did as well. Just get that on the record there. Yeah, um, I just want to make that the the state of the country is not on me and Will. Kai Saka for me. Yeah, definitely Saka as well. We're doing quite well. Uh, Liverpool fourth in the league. Uh, best player for that you've gone for from Liverpool. Will should be another easy pick here. Yeah, Timmy tapping here for me, Mark Mohamed Salah. Yeah, one of 
I mean, we do want to do an underrated 11. We nearly did it this weekend, but we thought overrated last Friday, underrated this weekend. Let's let's break it up. Let's put something in between the sandwich. Let's put something in between the baps. Yeah, wow. So, some, some, some baps us, today. I wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't mind putting something in between the baps this weekend. My baps? Um, I'm actually thinking about a sausage sandwich. <laughs> Or a, or, or a burger. I don't know what oh, sorry. you're talking you actually, about. Sorry, you were thinking of food. Sorry, got you. What you do on the weekend with BAPs and what you put in between them is your yeah. business, unless Splinters. you're putting food in between it, which is what I was talking about. But yeah, most under... I think Salah is a bit like Son, underrated player. I actually think, and I don't really understand why, but I think if Mo Salah was Portuguese, Brazilian, or English, or French he would get so much more adoration. I think it is because he's from a country that's just not traditionally good at football. Yeah, no, is I that think, simple? Uh, yeah, no, I think on a World Cup stage as well, you just sort of miss that. As, and maybe that ties into Erling Haaland a little bit as well, where you just have those big moments like the World Cup final, with the greatest World Cup final probably in our lifetime, where you had the two best players and they were the two best players on the day and created memories of a lifetime. But having said that, though, Erling Haaland probably should win the Ballon d'Or this year. A lot of people, I mean, we could almost do that as an either or, Messi or Haaland for the Ballon d'Or. I would say Haaland because first season in the Premier League smashes the goal record. His team wins the European Cup for the first time. They win a treble. I know Messi won the World Cup, but I think Haaland is in the race to win the Ballon d'Or. Salah rarely is. Weird, isn't it? It is weird, weird but... I was just thinking that my heart's already with next year's Ballon d'Or when Jude Bellingham picks it up after winning the Euros in the Champions League with Real Madrid. Yeah, Belling- it's, always, it's always Bellingham or Birmingham with you, isn't it? It ends, yeah. it ends in um and it starts yeah. with B. Sometimes I get a John Ruddy in there, but that's, that's not on today's show. Get in the chat and think of words that begin with B and end with um that Will would like. Belgium. Belgium. Do you like Belgium? Yeah, I like Belgium, especially that sort of uh, bottom generation. You like bottoms? Like bottoms, yeah. Um, okay. Anyway, on, on, on from that, on from yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Get in the chat. Get in the chat. Uh, Villa are next up. I've got a good choice on this. Was it? It's me, isn't it? I've gone with uh, John McGinn. Wow, got quite. Sadly, got quite a lot of uh, Villa fans that are friends, and John McGinn is actually sometimes a little bit polarizing in the Villa. Mm. Wow. With, there's one mate that doesn't like him, but this season he's been f- fantastic. I actually texted the Villa mate. I said, who would you choose? He said, Watkins or Douglas Louise? Oh. And I already had Douglas Louise down. I just think this season he's taken on his game to another level, thanks to the coaching. And that's why I've chosen Douglas Louise, Mark. Well, hold the back page. This man's for turning, but only in a football <laughs> sense. Only in a football sense. I'm going to go with Douglas Louise because one, you've got it from a Villa fan, which I I cannot argue with fans of the actual club. And two, you make a good point. But I'm a football intellect and I just didn't want to go obviously with Watkins. And I think McGinn is a very important player. It's not all about the goal scorers. It's not always all about the goal scorers. So we've gone with Douglas Louise there. I like that. Uh, Best player at Villa. Remember, we're doing best players. I don't know why I'm reminding people because it's not like a, an, it's not like with Coronation Street where someone's walked in and says what's happened in the first half. I don't think you can do, you can't accidentally go five minutes into a podcast, can you? You've got no, to. No, you need to do start. like the the radio thing of throwing forward, but because we've done it in Premier League order, it's, it doesn't have the same spice. You won't believe which Luton Town player we've picked at the end. It's, maybe that's where we. Have oh, we've spice. missed that one. Yeah. You won't believe what Luton Town player we've picked later. But yeah, anyway, we're going we're going to Newcastle now. Uh, and it's me to kick things off. I have gone for Kieran Trippier as their best Ooh. player because I think of what he brings on the field, but also the sort of 
He was part of coming in under the new Saudi regime, everything he bought into the team off the field as well. But I did have a open brackets, closed brackets, Dan Byrne as an honourable mention as well. It's a bit like being at the bar and I'm like, am I having a pint of Guinness or am I having a pint of Madri? And then Will walks in and says, we're having a Madri. Because nice. I had Gomez and Trippier and I couldn't really decide between the two. You've got, you've said Trippier. So we will collectively say Trippier is Newcastle's best player. Uh, going to Brighton. These are all good ones, actually, the next few, because they're all at clubs that are not got obvious ones. So Brighton, I'm sort of stuck again here. I've gone Matoma, who is the player I would like to buy from them. But I also think that Pascal Gross is actually a fundamental player for them and ridiculously consistent. Yeah, ridiculously consistent and been part of the sort of come up of Brighton and sort of carried on in the team and been integral through all of that as well. Matoma takes the headlines. Yeah, if we were so lucky to have the choice of bringing Matoma to, to my club, I definitely would do that. Mm. I think overall best player, I think I would just have to tip the hat to Matoma personally. Yeah, I agree with that one. Um, Manchester United and you go first with my club. It's in your hands. Look after it. I've gone for... <laughs> that sounds bad. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. That's, you made it bad there. Um, yeah. I've gone for Scott McTominay or Harry Maguire, personally. You, what about yourself? You're having a laugh. You're sacked. You're fired. You're fired. No, I've gone for Bruno Fernandes. Ooh, I tell you what, that's even more controversial than McTominay, in a sense. He's a divider. Uh, remember, if you are on Spotify and on iTunes, you can actually comment on the podcast. So give us yours. If there's any you disagree with, don't give us the full 20. We'll never read it. But if there's two or three that you disagree <laughs> with, then get in and go, Mark and Will, I disagree with your pick of Matoma. It really should be Esther Benan. And if you're Thanks, a bye. Fan, Have a good D- weekend. If you're a Luton fan, just DM us as well, because, you know, I've watched sparsely any Luton Town game. So if there's people that we have missed out, we do apologise. It's like that episode of Alan Partridge where he goes, it's bank holiday weekend. Who are you with? What are you doing? And uh, <laughs> he rings up and he goes, hello, Alan. I'm, I'm, I'm with Sean Connery. We're going to go to Legoland and have a lamb, a lamb lunch. And he goes, no, I think, I think Scott McTominay, I, I think uh, Scott McTominay, I think James, I think Sean Connery would, uh, he'd go for a, a, a big Highland walk and a bottle of scotch. No, he'd go to Legoland. Bye. <laughs> I don't agree, it. mate. Yeah. Um, so, no, I've gone with Casemiro or Varane. Wow. Because well, we're, talking about, we're, not talking about, we're not talking about form. We're talking about best player. And I, I think I'd go Casemiro. I think he's the best player in that squad. Yeah. And, and it's, got a theme for, it's got a theme for the next team, as, next team but one for Chelsea as well. I think the best player at Manchester United is Casemiro. Okay, well, kicking things off with Chelsea, I have done the, the research thorough today and I actually texted a Chelsea fan that I knew because I was sort of struggling with this one because obviously this year's form has been terrible, last year's wasn't great, but uh, the Chelsea fan that I text said, by far and away, our most outstanding player currently is Enzo Fernandez. Oh, now, now then, I actually sort of agree with that Chelsea fan. Apparently he's been very, very good and Chelsea fans are a massive admirer of him. We had him as a consideration as being a bit overrated, didn't we, last week? My pick's actually a little bit like Casemiro at Man United. I just can't ever not be impressed with Thiago Silva. I think he's absolutely incredible. So, I don't know here. Yeah. What do we do? I, we think, with- I think Enzo Fernandez, but and then he also said honourable mention for Conor Gallagher for his form this year, which I think is a great shout, which we've not spoken about because he was on the chopping block to go back to Crystal Palace or somewhere else. And he's been wearing the armband. He's been playing fantastic. But I think we have to go. If I'm putting my foot down here, Mark, I'm going Enzo Fernandez. 
Well, I'll let you put your foot down, but only like you let a friend drive your Ferrari. It's wow. still my Ferrari, and it's still yeah, Goldbridge not- Saves Podcast football. <laughs> and I've got a green license, so you should not let me near your Ferrari. But I would say to your friend, we are doing your best player, not the player that's most improved. We're not looking for the milk monitor. We're looking for the yeah. best player. So I think Enzo Fernandez, I will concede, but Thiago Silva deserves a very, very, very honourable mention. Um, I think there might be some complaints, Will, because you went from Man United to Chelsea and West Ham fans might be correct to say we're above them in the league. Oh, sorry. Well, you were teaming me up there. You've done really yeah. dirty there. Well, if we're going to West Ham... You just Ham ate United. West Ham. You ate Danny Dyer. You ate West Ham. You ate Phil and I Grant. Went, you ate EastEnders. I, um, I once did Saturday Social many moons ago, my only appearance, and I, I did a West Ham tweet about four years prior and Smithy went you hate West Ham don't you live on air and I went no I don't he went what about this tweet here from four years ago and I was like but I don't hate them I'll tell you who I do love James Ward Prowse well you've rescued yourself there because that's the one candidate I have James Ward Prowse and I think that it's an amazing thing for West Ham to buy a player only a a few short months ago and him to be your best player already but I actually think Will and I'll throw it back to you as a West Ham hater, he is <laughs> fundamentally what West Ham are all about. He is the string puller. Yeah, I think I was listening to Monday Night Club on... Uh, I was listening to another football show. Uh, it was on Tuesday, actually. Uh, but they were speaking about uh, Never like playing it. to your strengths and being pragmatic where Villa are doing that now and uh, Unai Emery. And I think, yeah, West Ham are doing that. They know they've got tall players. They know they can be dominant from set pieces. They know they have got class in other areas, but they're focusing on what they're good at. And James Ward-Prowse is the antithesis of that. And he's just added another level to them. Yeah, we agree on that one. Uh, We're going to uh, Crystal Palace next. Um, I've got a good shout on this one. Um, I was thinking Ezzy. And then I thought about what we were talking about a few weeks ago when we put him in um, as, I think we put Premier League team of the season or something like that so far. Anderson, centre-back. I think he's fantastic. I think on form, I'd go Anderson. I think overall best player, I still think I have to say Eze because he's destined for the top and he ain't going to stop. He's destined for big things. He's destined for big things. Um, Well done. Um, Well done to Eze. We'll (laughs) give it to him then. Uh, Wolves. Is it me or is it you? It's you. You better start with something. Neto. Neto. Agreed. Unbelievable. Just, I think, I'd slightly forgotten about him Andy's talent at Wolves after last season but this year with everything that's going on I don't know if it's been empowered by Gary O'Neill's new system but he looks phenomenal and probably sadly for Wolves fan ones that one that could go in January um, I'm just thinking here we're really at the dregs of the barrel we might start losing viewers so let's quickly go through all the shit um, yeah, yeah. we've got uh, Fulham Paulina I got I went Leno okay you choose Le- Leno um, nice. Brentford I've got Mbumo agree next um, Nottingham Forest I haven't even put anyone <laughs> I forgot I I've put Morgan Gibbs-White yeah that sounds great Morgan Gibbs Morgan Gibbs-White Everton <laughs> I've got Tarkovsky I've got Dominic Calvert-Lewin get through those injuries he is the best player yeah I suppose best player you're right actually you're talking about best player I think Tarkovsky is their best player but is he their best player i.e. talent wise I'd give you that uh, Luton I know you're going to go with this Carlton Morris goal scoring yeah. machine just performing under his XG but he can do better but he's still got three in one of the worst Premier League sides hopefully we don't see because I want Luton to stay up uh, Sheffield United what you got 
I've gone for Gustavo Harmer. Never heard of him. <laughs> he scored two great goals this season. <laughs> Do your research. He's fantastic. So he's a shoe in. I just went with the goalkeeper. I thought, you know, really, no one's going to criticise me if I say goalkeeper of a team that's shit. Like he's going to, he's been overworked. He's not appreciated. But no, I'll go with you on that one. Uh, Burnley, it's me. Look, to be honest, they're all, sh- they've all been shit. So I've just gone with Brownhill, which is sort of a nice way of saying shit. I've gone with Josh Cullen, a player I always like to sign on football manager. I had a great season in the championship this last season and so far it started okay and when they did get the win against Luton he was one of their best performers so that's why I've gone for Josh Cullen and bottom of the league predictably I've just gone with the goalkeeper Neto who probably is their best player this season I've gone for Philip Billing if we we had a chat last season about uh, Bournemouth and he nearly made one of our team of the seasons kept them up last year had an okay start to this season and a bad team so Philip Billing for me I'll tell you what you can tell the elitism here because the closer we've got to the championship, the more knowledgeable <laughs> Will's become. And the further we've got away from the top half, I've just become like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. There we go. This is why this podcast works. So there we go. That's our Premier League uh, best player at each Premier League club. Actually really enjoyed that. Really enjoyed it. Really good topic. And uh, fair play for where I nicked it from. Yeah, love that. Uh, do you want Not to move on to some... Some quick either-ors for the weekend. Just looking ahead at some predictions. Let's start with Manchester United versus Manchester City. Doesn't matter what I think. What do you think? I think that this is going to be a game where Manchester United... um, Well, I'll say it. I've got the headphones on. I will bloody love it if we beat Pep Guardiola and his overrated win-everything team. I'll bloody love it. I tell you what, we're still fighting for this league title. They've got to go to Bournemouth. They've got to go to Luton. We're still fighting for this and uh, I will love it if we beat them. So I'm going to say, yeah, no, you know what? In a Manchester derby, so many so many Man United fans have written us off because we're not playing very well. I and mean, we're not playing very well. Even, even the wins don't hide the fact that we're not playing very well. And normally you'd expect Man City to have 60, 70% possession. Yeah, there's a lot of Manchester United fans who, who, who don't think we'll win. But look, Man City are the favourites, but I've seen so many games in my many years on this planet Earth, where Manchester United were good under Sir Alex and Man City would get a result, even though they weren't very good. And I've seen many times in recent years where Man City are very good and we've got a result. So I just think there's just something about this game that's so obvious that Man City will win that makes me think Man United will win. So I'm going to go with a Man United win. Uh, yeah, I was... I, I start, before you started, I was going to go for a clear Man City win and then I, I'm not trying to blow smoke, but... Man City haven't been great recently at all. And even in the second half, Brighton really came into it, finished 2-1. And with stats of stats, but with the way that Manchester United won on Wednesday, Tuesday, I think those sort of things can really be pivotal. pivotal, I can't speak. They can change your season. So that's why I'm going Man United. There we go. What's next? I've got, I picked a few ones that I thought were close so we can run through them. I've got Chelsea or Brentford. I don't think that will be close. I think Chelsea should have beaten Arsenal. I think their last three games, they've really improved. I think they've got a ridiculous run of games after Brentford that include the likes of Manchester City, Manchester United um, and a couple of Spurs, I think, as well. So I think they have to beat Brentford. I think they will beat Brentford. Um, comfortable Chelsea win, I'd say two, maybe three, one. And that will feed into Goldbridge because I've got a Chelsea scorer in there this week again. Uh, I'm going to go through, uh, I was going to say a Brentford draw, but it's more commonly known as a draw. Uh, just the final draw. one on here, I've got Wolves or Newcastle, because I feel like Wolves are really purring. 
Newcastle got Champions League in the week, but they have sort of navigated that well. Is that is that going to sway you any which way? A dog purring will not sway me. It will just confuse me. So I'm going to say that um, I think Newcastle, it's a tough place for Newcastle to go after Europe, but they are in Newcastle for Europe. So they're playing Dortmund, aren't they? Or they've played Dortmund by the time you've watched this. What a game it was. Um, but the reality is I'm going to go with a Newcastle win. But Wolves actually, very just going back to the Manchester derby, they defended well and scored and won at home. So again, against Man City, who had lots of possession. So, yeah, I, I think uh, they will lose this, but Man United will win the derby. Yeah, well, I think it was great to see Gary O'Neill on Monday Night Football. Just like, you know, I'm not really interested in that side of things. But the way he was so passionately breaking the way they, they beat down Bournemouth and obviously against his old club, that was a real great insight. And he's a good manager. Like, you know, who's to say Gary O'Neill can't be the next England manager? Not me, Gareth forever. Should we move on to goal? He loses hands a lot, though. Yeah, well, you got to be, haven't you? That's how you do articulate speech. That's how you get your TEDx talks. You you want a TEDx talk? You got to be a bit more like you've karate. Mm, I think he moves them too much. It was a it was a bit a little bit. I wasn't really looking at listening. I was just looking at his hands. That you've lost you've lost the point. Then you were obviously listening. Nah, he's a coach. He's a coach. He's in and out. You know, he's in he's in the Tony Adams dance. Um, Goldbridge. What a weekend it was last weekend. Um, so it's four two, wasn't it? Going big into shouts. Yeah, 4-2 last weekend. As of my calculations, I've got C in math, so they should be right. Um, it's Goldbridge 7, Brazier 6. Um, so I got, Mark's I had side, 4. Yeah, go on, go on. Yeah, uh, no, you had 4. I had I've got four you had Visser, Watkins, and Alvarez. Yeah, so added to my 4 from last week, that's 7, yeah. You were trying to say you got four this week. Don't, can't pull the wool over my eyes. Um, I had two, but I had Declan Rice, which you laughed at, you scoffed at, and he scored <laughs> an absolute screamer. Um, Mohamed Salah got two, so that was my three. And then we obviously did say if you got a clean sheet, um, you scored a point and Nick Pope kept a clean sheet. So you got four? Yeah. So it's seven, six. I was on two. Yeah, seven, six. Well done with the clean sheet. That's the that's the that's the beauty of Goldbridge is if your player scores more than one, you get more than one point. It's um it's yeah. like two for one, isn't it? Yes, yeah. it is, Mark. It literally is, unless they get a hat trick. So what have you got this week? Um seven six is getting closer than I would like, really. Um I'll let you go first as you won the week last week. Yeah, completely talked myself out of this one by saying Manchester United to win the derby, so I've gone for Phil Foden. Phil Foden. Remember, Goldbridge, you've got to pick five scorers. Uh, you get a point for each goal they score, um, which is why it's 7-6 after two weeks between me and Will. So um, just run through your five, Will. We don't need to go back and forth. I've gone f- That's fine. I've gone for Phil Foden, Darwin Nunes, Ollie Watkins, gone for Declan Rice again, and everyone's fan favourite, I've gone for Carlton Morris. In defence, my goal scorer will be Pedro Porro, because uh, he is a defender on Fantasy League, so that counts. And in goal, I've gone for David Rea to get a clean sheet against Sheffield United. There we go. There we go. Um, just quickly run through who those teams are playing. Uh, that's a great shout. Phil Foden will play Manchester United. Darwin Nunes are playing Nottingham Forest. Ollie Watkins, I'll have to double check. Luton. Luton. De- Le- Declan Rice is Arsenal. Um, are playing... Uh, you're going to have to help me out there. You've really thrown me under the bus. Sheffield United. Sheffield United, because that's why I picked Raya for the clean sheet, who's also playing Sheffield United. And Luton Town 
our beloved Luton Town are at Villa. Are playing on Sunday away at Villa. And who is your defender? Porro. He's playing uh, against Porro, Palace. Yeah. Good picks, on actually. Good picks. So Thank I've you. gone. I've gone for my five. Um, I'm sticking with. He might not even start. He didn't start against Arsenal, but I've gone for Jackson uh, for Chelsea at home oh. to Brentford. Um, I've gone Salah at home to Forest. Um, I think we need a rule where you can't pick the same player three times in a row. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. We'll have to oh, keep you, a monitor on that. You're on that with Jackson. I am. And I'm, I'm will be bordering on it with oh, Watkins because I've gone with Watkins against Luton. He scored for me last week. I just can't drop him. And um, so my fourth pick is out the box. This is a typical Goldbridge one. Uh, a bit like Wizza last week. No one will be thinking about this. I've gone for Evan Ferguson at home. He's playing Fulham. He might not start, nice. but I've just got a feeling. Um, another one out the box. He hasn't scored in what feels like 10 years. It's Marcus Rashford. He's from Manchester. It's a Manchester derby at Old Trafford. What a way to break your duck. So I've gone with Rashford there. That completes my five. My um, defensive player I've gone with scoring a goal is uh, Virgil van Dijk at home to Nottingham Forest. Uh, You never know. They are quite good at corners. Um, And then my goalkeeper is Emi Martinez at home for Aston Villa against Luton Town. Love that. I think there's some good competitive picks there. And I think we could be coming into next Friday all square, personally. Well, I think we're doing all right. When you think about 7-6 from two weeks... That's not too bad, considering clean sheets and uh, defenders are very hard to get. So we're averaging probably around three per game week, which is great. Absolutely fantastic. Any thoughts on Fancy Premier League ahead of the the week coming up? I had quite a good one. I think I got about 73 points. Lots of people always seem to go, I got 190, but I think 73 is not too bad. Yeah, I played my wild card. It did well, but then I had people in my league getting sort of 80s and 90s, which was very Mm. frustrating. And I had... um, the Spurs left back who came off before the 60-minute clean sheet, which was a real kick in the dick. Yeah, I mean, I think looking at this weekend, Arsenal players, maybe Villa players again, Liverpool players, they're the ones you want uh, with the home games. The derby's always hard to call, and I've got two bloody City players. Well, you know what it's coming up to? A few people in mind were dropping Haaland as captain, and there was a few Salah captains which did pay off, and that's when you know things can get a bit tricky. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. Uh, love the Friday show. It's been an absolute pleasure. What I would say is make sure you're giving us a follow and giving us a five-star review. Also, don't forget to leave us a comment. We had a poll on the Spotify on who should be goalkeeper for Arsenal, which was 51.3% for Ramsdale and 48.7% Ooh. for Raya. I mean, that's just a brilliant poll. We'll have another one on Spotify because that's very, very close. Um and obviously, leave us your comments on whatever podcast you're watching. Let us know what you think about our best player from each Premier League team. You've probably got some different ones. You will be fans of those clubs. So you could say, Mark and Will, I'm a Brighton fan. You've got it completely wrong. Our best player is Lamptey. And if I ever see you in Brighton, uh, I'll lamp you. Hi, Mark and Will. You describe Sheffield United as rest of the shit. Please come to Sheffield and I'll show you what the rest of the shit is. Yeah, could be stuff like that. And we will be in Sheffield next week at the uh, Meadow Hall Shopping Centre for signing books um, that we haven't written. 
thanks everyone for tuning in. That reminds me, actually, if you do want to be at our show at Christmas, it's in Manchester. Um, it's on December the 11th. We're going to have a it's a United Stand show, Christmas show, but there's lots of different sections in there. We're trying to get the fill in up to do a uh, Christmas quiz head to head. But there will be a section for the podcast as well. So if you're there for the podcast, you just need to stand up, stand up and shout ultras, ultras, ultras when we come on stage. That means we walk on stage. None of that stuff. Right. Uh, what a fantastic show, Will. As a pleasure, always. Yes, lovely, Mark. Um, hopefully Birmingham City have got three points as it's Wayne Rooney's birthday yesterday and his first home game tonight as of recording. So if you're listening to this, I'll either be sad, happy or somewhere in between. Thanks everyone for listening. Uh, we're back again on Tuesday. Don't forget to check out the longer v- version of the podcast, which is the Tuesday show. We'll speak to you all later. <laughs>